everyone, and welcome to a new episode of SDGC After Hours. Um, it is another episode in our next-gen coverage. This time, I am joined by Jeff. Jeff, how are you today? Uh, I, I wish we were reviewing a PS5 today instead of an, an Xbox. No offense to Xbox, but uh, <laughs> neither of us have it yet. So Yeah, no, uh, again, um, I have, I don't know when these are going up, but I have already done a, another interview uh, impression session about the Series X. Again, I am not the one that is going hands-on with any of these consoles because uh, <laughs> Target is not my friend right now, but... Jeff is here to talk to me about the Xbox Series S, the little one. Yeah, the, the little guy. Um, so I want to just lead off with, like, I think it's important to give context reviews because every review is different depending on what people, how they approach something. Um, and I'm trying really hard not to put, I'm, I don't consider myself a snob, but I play primarily on PC. So I just think it doesn't mean my review is not valid. I just want people to have that context. I have, yeah, of course. You know, I have an RTX 2080. I play most of my stuff on PC, but I play a lot of stuff on consoles. You know, I, I had an Xbox One S. Um, I had a PS4 and a PS4 Pro. Uh, you know, I play stuff anywhere I got a, anywhere I got a Switch. Um, but so, you know, I, I got the Xbox. Basically, Xbox fits, fills a couple needs for me. Um, you know, I'm going to get a PS5, so that's going to be kind of Sony exclusives and, you know, really big third-party stuff if for some reason I can't play them on my computer, like if it's like a timed exclusivity, like FF7 Remake or something like that. Um, or just like a bad PC port. Yeah, as I've learned, there's been a lot of those lately, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've, you've had some bad luck with yeah. those lately. Um, so, you know, the, the Xbox is an interesting one for me. Uh, the, and honestly, the main draw, uh, the Xbox, I had a One S as well. Um, the, the last few years for me has been the back compat. Um, you know, I I missed out on... I had an original Xbox and I had a 360, but I was in college during the PS360 generation. And I just had no time to play games. So I basically missed that entire gen. And over time, I seem to have caught up with most of the PS3 games. Um, I guess just because of like remasters or other stuff Sony's done to kind of re-release them and make them available. But I haven't really... There's been some 360-specific stuff. Uh, and then just some stuff that I haven't played since the original Xbox that I'd love to try again. So that's been really appealing to me, but I was always like, you know, it's really hard to justify spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars to play these really old games. So I need something like a little bit more. And though the One X just wasn't, it wasn't quite doing it for me. And this seemed like a good chance to jump in. Um, you know, it's it's a lower price point, 200 bucks less than the Series X. And, you know, Microsoft is promising it's a true next-gen console. Uh, you're basically still getting largely the same system as the Series X, just at a lower resolution. And I'm like, hey, you know, that sounds good to me. <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm coming at it from. Yeah, and this is actually why I wanted to be talking to you about um, your impressions on the Series S, because this is kind of similar to my thinking. Like, I've talked about it before, but, like, symmetrical sticks on a controller make a huge difference for me to be able to play games for an extended amount of time mm -hmm. um, because it don't hurt, doesn't hurt my wrists, which is why I have kind of stayed away from Xbox. But, like, it's finally getting to a point where it seems like there's going to be more differentiation between the platforms. So I want to be able to play those Xbox games, but, like, I don't want to pay this, you know, huge price tag. So if I'm just going to be playing exclusives and Game Pass stuff, Series S kind of makes a lot of sense for me. Um, down the line, mm -hmm. so I, I, I'm really, I'm really excited to hear what you have to think about it. So we're gonna start just first things first. 
the physical console. What did you think about the physical console once you got it? Uh, I opened the box and I knew it was small, but I was not prepared for how small. This thing is like, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, choking on my water. This thing is tiny. Like, I was afraid I was going to crush it in my hand. And I'm, like, not a strong person. I just lifted it up, and it weighs nothing. It It's just, yeah, it's really appealing form factor. And, and as we'd expect, based on the um, the Xbox One X uh, and One S, I mean, Microsoft's kind of been nailing... I wouldn't say they've been ambitious with their aesthetics, but they've been nailing that clean, minimalist box look. Yeah. And that, uh, aside from the weird speaker fan uh, on this one, it's... Uh, <laughs> It, um, it they definitely uh, delivered again. It's a really nice looking console. You it doesn't has not made a sound. I haven't even heard it. So uh, yeah, absolutely. I love love the look of it. Love the size. Um, love the the lack of noise. The controller is uh, this kind. Of, this is gonna kind of tie into a, a theme here where I it's it sounds petty, but I'm missing a bit of that next gen feel from some of the things on the system. The controller, it literally, to me, to my hands, feels like a, an Xbox One controller with a different grip texture. It has, a, it has a share button and a new yeah. texture, and that's kind of about it, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a very good controller. Like, it, it feels well-built, but, yeah, mm. it's like, all right, this is kind of the same controller I've been using for, for you know, six six years now. So, uh, um, but, yeah, no, the, the hardware, hardware seems solid. Nice, nice. Um, and so, like, just like the general setup and UI and all that stuff, kind of the, the next step after you got it out of the box and absorbed how, ooh, it's teeny. <laughs> um, uh, you know, how, how did all that stuff go? Uh, really, really quick and easy. Um, so, you know, you plug it in and it actually does the setup on your phone, which I was like, okay, this is you know, kind of unnecessary, but it's cool because the system... Uh, you know, as they always do, it has to do an update and kind of initialize itself right away. Um, and while it's doing that, you basically just put in all the settings on your phone. Uh, the thing, you know, the things like which kind of power mode do you want? Do you want instant off or like full or you want eco? Um, your audio settings, like you signing in with your user account and stuff like that. You do that all on your phone while the system's initializing. Uh, and then once it's done, it's basically like up and running. And everything's there. So um, I thought that part well, that's, was... That's, that's kind of awesome, yeah. actually. Uh, like so, usually I'm skeptical of stuff like that, but that sounds mm -hmm. like a really nice, quick way of doing it. Yeah, for sure. And then, but yeah, you know, once I got in, I'm like, it's kind of that same thing with the controller where I'm like, all right, this, this UI, it's an Xbox one. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, it, it looks the same. I haven't had an Xbox one in a couple of years. So the, the dash has definitely been, um, improved. It's, it's fast for one thing, which is, I think a lot of people's issues with all of the last gen consoles was just kind of that general mm -hmm. sluggishness. So, um, it's quick and responsive. I still kind of find myself, and, and maybe this is just, maybe some things work differently with different people's brains, but I still, I still feel like I'm fumbling in the dark with the Xbox UI. I was like trying to get to my download queue, and it just like I didn't really know where to go. I ended up having to go to my games library, and then there's like a queue submenu in there, and then that's where my downloads were. So mm -hmm. I don't know. It's every system is kind of like just different places, but yeah, that's I still feel like the menus are a little. Uh, not as intuitive um, as they could be, but overall, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a clean look, definitely less cluttered. Um, there's a lot of customization you can do on the home screen in terms of like pinning your games or adding them to a little sidebar. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's solid for sure. Mm -hmm. And then um, just so 
you know, you got an Xbox Series S. You said you wanted to check out like a lot of Game Pass and back compatibility stuff, backwards compatibility stuff. What games did you jump into uh, once you got your Series S? Uh, I mean, you know, and first thing, this is just, again, a, a credit to Microsoft's approach is, you know, I have Game Pass Ultimate. Um, I bought a couple years of Xbox Live a while ago and did the $1 upgrade. So basically for 100 bucks, I got like three years of Game Pass Ultimate. It's just insane. Oh, I forgot, I forgot about that ridiculous deal that they did. Yeah. yeah, you could just upgrade any Xbox Live. So I just stacked <laughs> yeah. a bunch of Xbox Live and upgraded for a buck and I'm like set forever. It's, it feels like I'm stealing. But uh, so no, like you boot up the console and you go into your games... Uh, and this part of the UI is actually really good. You can go to your games library, and it's broken down. You could see uh, Game Pass, uh, all my Game Pass games, all the games that I've purchased. And since EA Play got added, you can also see all the games through EA Play. So literally... Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, so like um, even ignoring my purchase games, between Game Pass and EA Play, there's 200 games in there. As soon as you boot up your console to, to pick from and download. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, so yeah, I, I wanted to try a little bit of everything. So I tried, the first thing I did was I wanted to try some, uh, uh, games that have been optimized for, for, um, Series X and Series S. And they're really, it really, uh, shows you how little there is right now. Um, when I filtered mm -hmm. in the, uh, it, just in the store in the Game Pass library, I only had about 10 tiles show up and, you know, half of them don't really appeal to me. So there, there wasn't a lot to pick from. Uh, so I tried a couple of Microsoft's first-party stuff first, which was Sea of Thieves and Forza Horizon 4. Um, okay, cool. And definitely, they, they both run really well. Uh, they both run at a solid 60. Um, but they... Uh, unfortunately, I just... You know, so I have a 4K display, and this, when I bought the Series X, or S, when I pre-ordered it, it was kind of being pitched as targeting 1440, and I understand that not every game will hit that. I know Dirt 5 did, um, but I was a little concerned about how many games are um, still only running in 1080 on the system. And unfortunately, the games that I tried, Sea Thieves and Forza 4, didn't look that great. Um, so they ran well, but didn't yeah, look particularly Performance was from... great, but, you know, see if the, they're both running at 1080. Uh, CS Thieves actually looked pretty good. I think it's just due to the art style. They've maybe got a just a cleaner art style, maybe a better anti-aliasing solution. Um, Forza 4, I had a lot of shimmering and jaggies in it, uh, especially on, like, the trees and foliage and stuff. And I've played that game on PC, so, like, I know what it looks like. You know, I know it's not just the game. It's clearly uh, just a combination of maybe some lower graphic settings and then... Mm -hmm. a sub-native resolution so definitely they run great um but yeah just maybe a little bit let down in, in how they looked visually and uh especially in sea of thieves too uh i could tell because i played quite a bit of this game on my pc and i could tell the textures are also pretty low uh i don't i want to i don't want to say they're the low setting I, i'm not digital foundry i can't be that accurate but they uh they definitely look a little muddy just in in general um so there's I mean, definitely... that was one of the things that Microsoft kind of said that Series S was going to do. It wasn't going to use the high-end textures that the Series X did um, in order to save storage space, um, mainly. And yeah. because it has less RAM. Yeah, I, I didn't expect the 4K textures, yeah. but you, like the ultra textures. But, you know, I, I did expect something a little bit... Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, that aside, it just... That was my impression, was just kind of a little bit underwhelmed with how they look. Yeah. Um, you know, especially because, like, 
I thought we'd be getting a little bit better visuals on top of better performance, but I mean, to my eye, Sea of Thieves on the Series S looks just like it did on Xbox One. It just runs a little bit better, and that's, um, I don't know, I guess just not, not quite what I expected. So the okay. the third game I tried uh, was No Man's Sky. This is one of the third-party games that's nice, been optimized. Nice, nice, yeah. Um, you know, th- this game maybe isn't, it's not the best-looking game out there. It's got some weird pop-in stuff. It's just the nature of, of the title. Uh, but it's had a lot of updates since launch, and it, it generally runs a lot better than it used to. Um, so they have two modes. They've got uh, same thing we've seen with the mid-gen refreshes last gen. Uh, they've got a performance mode and a and like a visual mode. Um, uh, performance mode it basically seems comparable to like what you'd get on the PS4 or PS4 Pro. Um, you know, it looks pretty sharp, but yeah, it runs kind of that like 30 to 40 FPS range. Um, and the so immediately I wanted to switch to the performance mode, and unfortunately this one uh, definitely doesn't seem to hold 60. It's it's definitely better That's than than the other one, but uh, I mean I started as soon as I started mining and shooting some creatures and stuff like that, and like particle effects started coming on screen, uh, it wasn't like unplayable by any means, but you could definitely tell it, it wasn't even close to holding a steady 60. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, it still sounds like it might be better than, like, the performance mode. Even on my PS4 Pro, the mm-hmm. performance mode in No Man's Sky is a mess. Like, it is all over the place. Yeah, that game is not known for its optimization, right? So, yeah. uh, I mean, it is what it is. But, yeah, that's so that's my impressions of those. Um, I, I guess it's just a little disappointing that all three of those games, um, you know, again, they only run at 1080p, and they only run kind of at... Uh, so some lower end visual settings, I guess. So, you know, when you get into hop in and I, I know this is a lower price console, but again, with context, I'm in Canada, it's $400 and the PS5 is only $500. So it's not like it's half the cost of the PS5. Like it's only a 20% um, price mm-hmm. difference there. So, and Microsoft is advertising this, you know, it, it's still a next gen system and we, we expect uh, largely it to, um, you know, deliver some of that flair. And we've seen it, like it can do ray tracing and watchdogs. Um, and it's got some, uh, you know, games running at, at higher resolutions and higher frame rates. So I, I think what we're seeing here... There is are the, a couple games that are going to run at like 120 FPS. Yeah, right? like Gears 5 does. So uh, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to jump to conclusions and say, you know, that the box isn't delivering on a hardware basis. I really think developers are just, they've got like... <laughs> four last-gen systems, and now three new-gen systems. And then PC, and yeah. then some are also Stadia. Yeah, <laughs> like, and then we're, we're in the middle of COVID. All these games are coming yeah. in hot. And when you look at it, uh, the user base for the PS4 and Xbox One, you know, you're at like 40 million and 100 million. Uh, and then most people in the new-gen are going to be hopping on the PS5 or Series X. So, like, really, your Series S audience is very, very tiny compared. So I, I really just think that these versions aren't getting a lot of attention right now. And I think that'll change once they have more time to adjust to it. And once some of that last gen support is kind of dropped. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, and especially I, with some of like these like service games, mm-hmm. like No Man's Sky gets updated all the time. Yeah. Uh, sea of Thieves gets updated all the time. Um, another one we talked, we didn't talk about it on here, but we've talked about it like on discord and stuff is destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously that game gets updated all the time yeah. like those like things could change on that front with mm-hmm. you know the series s version over time yeah um so 
after that, I wanted to jump into the uh, backwards compatibility because that was like half the reason I got this console, if not more. Um, yeah, because I, I know you're really big on replaying um, mm-hmm. older games quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I, I bought Re- Rare Replay on my on my One S. Uh, unfortunately, I, d- I didn't put a lot of time into it before I ended up selling that system. And I didn't know this until I booted up these games. But Rare Replay, eight of the titles in there got X enhanced in 2019, which was after I'd sold my box. So, Oh, nice. Um, I didn't even know that because I booted up banjo kazooie and this game looks fucking insane like <laughs> it looks better than any of the i know it's an n64 game i was more impressed by this than any of the optimized stuff like <laughs> that i just tried out before um it looked insanely sharp so i had to look it up because i'm like this can't be i was under the impression these games were like 720 something like this looks ridiculously clean um and i guess yeah they were x optimized so if anyone doesn't know the series s any um, original Xbox game that has been optimized for for One X at the time. Um, Series X will obviously still run it at 4K, and the Series S runs it at 1440p, uh, which is still like a three times resolution boost. And like also compared to the original release of the game, yeah. like that's what like a ten times resolution <laughs> boost or something. Yeah, exactly. So it it looks really, really, really good. It runs flawlessly. Um, and this is where I'll, you know, maybe I'll chime in about the auto HDR. Uh, this is a feature. Oh, that's it. That's on rare replay. Yeah. So it, it's cool. Apparently. And I had to look this up too. Uh, I guess Microsoft has kind of enabled or disabled it game by game. Yeah. They said that on some games, they will not be, they won't be activating it at least currently because they don't think it gives a pleasing, um, impression. Yeah, so it is enabled uh, on at least Perfect Dark and Banjo Kazooie, which I both try to rare replay. So oh, it's even by individual games in Rare Replay. It's not even just Rare Replay as a whole. Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't tried every oh, game okay. in, in Rare Replay, okay. but it, I, they're treated as individual games in the console. So I suspect that's probably the case oh, as well. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the combination of the really high resolution and the auto HDR, just the colors pop uh everything just looks beautiful um really really like if anyone has any interest in these games or missed them you know either because they're too young and grew up with a wii or something like that uh or you know just never had an n64 something like that back in the time but it's just great for from a games preservation standpoint here are two games that are really old and dated and they've just been given so much love and attention um so really impressed with that um, and then I did, uh, the next one I tried was, uh, an Xbox one game. So this was, um, Gears Ultimate. Oh, and you've, you've got a history with this game. Yeah. So I, you know, I paid $49 for this game on my whopping monster PC, uh, because it was, so this, I'm going to, I don't care if people care. I'm going to go through the, the brief history of this game. <laughs> It yeah, won- like, I think this is important context for what we're going to talk about. I, I know the story, but tell it for everybody else. It launched, uh, at least on PC, uh, I think even on Xbox One, it launched as kind of a hot mess. Uh, and it ran like absolute garbage. It got a few patches, and eventually the PC version uh, was running beautifully. Like, you could easily get over 100 FPS on most of the high-end graphics cards. Uh, so when I made, when I decided to purchase it, as I do now, I went on YouTube and looked up some benchmarks and some impressions from around the time these patches came out. And everyone's like, hey, it's running really good now. 
unbeknownst to me, uh, one of the Windows 10 updates after that completely broke the game. Now it's not; it wasn't completely on the coalition. I guess it was something in the something on the back end of Windows and the way that it interacts with this game in particular. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, the end result is I'm getting drops to 15 FPS on my RTX 2080. 15? 15 or 20. That... It'll go from 100 to 15 and then back up. Uh, that's not. That's that seems <laughs> less than optimal. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, Gears is a series I've always wanted to play. I've always wanted to get into. It's one of Xbox's premier series. Um, and that just, you know, that was like my entry point. I want to play the first game. Um, so I kind of gave up on the PC one. And I'm like, all right, you know, here's this one on the Xbox One. Runs at 30 FPS. It never got X enhanced, which is also weird to me. Uh, because Microsoft put so much effort into the Master Chief Collection. Those games are like... 20 years old, they've gotten already an update, and they're getting another update for 120 FPS. Um, and then you've got Gears, the Gears Ultimate, like the Gears 1 remaster here. It, it's only like five years old. Uh, it never and got honestly, it never got I, X enhanced. I forget that this even happened. Like, it seems like even when it came out, people didn't really talk about it much. Yeah. It's, it's honestly, usually when you bring it up are, like, <laughs> the only times I hear about this game. Like, yeah. it's super strange. It is. And it's the first game in the series, so, like, I would yeah. think there's got to be a lot of people like me, either new to an Xbox or something to Game Pass, they want to play through the whole Gears series. This is their entry point, and I'm just surprised. Even Gears 2 and 3, which are 360 games, they got X enhanced to 4K. Uh, and just like this Gears One remake, it never got touched. I don't know. It's just it's very strange to me. So, um, you know, regardless, I anyways I booted this up to to try my Series S. Uh, as you'd expect, it runs and looks the same as it did um, on Xbox One, but all the frame dips are gone. So even though it's only 30, you know, it's it's solid, and I'm really enjoying the game. Actually, it's uh, I played through like half of it in a day, which I never do for games, and um, really digging the vibes. Uh, but this, the one thing I want to talk about here, so this one also has auto HDR, and unfortunately it doesn't work that well for me. The cutscenes have a lot of really bad banding and stuff like that, and artifacts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to disable it, and this is my one complaint. I mean, it's great that auto HDR is a system feature, but you can only enable it or disable it on a system level basis. So it's either on or it's off. And gotcha. Where that you can't you can't like whitelist a game yeah. to have it and then like turn it off on a perfect yeah. Basis. So the situation I'm in now is I'm kind of bouncing bouncing between Banjo Kazooie and Gears, and like when I hop into Gears I have to go in and disable it, and then as soon as I want to hop back into Banjo I have to like go into the menu and re-enable it. So it's a, like a minor nitpick, and I think it's something. I'm sure these systems are going to get a shitload of firmware updates and like aren't even going to be recognizable by the end of the gen with all the features and stuff that they add. I mean, probably even by the end of the first year, Yeah. Um, there's going to be a whole lot of changes on <laughs> yeah. the OS level. Yeah, so I'm not super worried about it. But yeah, that was that was one kind of little thing that could be a little bit more perfect. Um, uh, but anyway, so then the, the last game I tried was uh, also an OG Xbox game, um, SSX3. And this game also fucking rocks. I'm, I know this is a Series S review, but like, holy shit. I don't know how I slept. This is the first time I've ever played an SSX game, which is weird because like I snowboard in real life and I loved like 1080. 1080- really? I would have I would have thought you, you had been yeah. all over these games. And I was all over Tony Hawk, but somehow, somehow SSX was just like a, one of those weird blind spots. Um, but this game is also X enhanced. So it's, you know, it's running at 1440p on the Series S. It looks sharp as fuck. It runs at 60 FPS. It doesn't have auto HDR, but 
Like, it looks amazing. The color palette is just so good. It's so fun. Have these BC games also benefited from, like, the SSD for loading and stuff? Uh, I don't know about these games specifically, but I will say uh, I did briefly boot up Red Dead Redemption, the uh, 360 version. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I'll talk a little bit about this one, because I played, I booted this up on my Xbox One S right around the time it got X enhanced. Um, and the 1S, for people that didn't know, I don't think the 1S had got any of the benefits of uh, X enhancements. You know, the Series S is at least getting 1440. The 1S mm-hmm. just got nothing. So I booted it up and I was really disappointed with how it looked because I just watched all these like YouTube videos of this amazing native 4K uh, 1X version. I was like, man, my still it looks a little bit better than the 360 did. But uh, mm-hmm. um, so... No, it, uh, sorry, I lost track. Oh, the loading times. Yes, that's where I was going with this. Yeah, so I booted this up to see how it would look on my Series S. It loaded in like 10 seconds. And Rockstar games do not fucking load fast, as I'm sure you know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I think Red Dead Redemption, the first one, because I I did remember playing it on my One S, and it was probably like a minute to load in. So there's definitely some benefit to loading um, with the back compat stuff. But, uh... I don't know, like, I downloaded, I've got the original Splinter Cell, i got Night Steel Republic. Um, there's a huge list of games that have enhancements on them. It's just this massive library of, like, every Xbox generation ever. So, it's it's really, really cool. I'm going to finish Gears 1 and play through 2 and 3. Um, and then, awkwardly, I might have to hop over to my PC to play 4. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't know, That that's the games I tried. So... You know, a little disappointed in kind of the the first wave of new games. Uh, and, you know, maybe uh, I'll let you kind of, uh, if you have any more questions to ask, but I just... So kind of kind of the feeling I'm getting is that you think this is kind of like a great, like, mm-hmm. retro yep. uh, gaming machine, but you're still kind of skeptical of performance in newer titles. Is that kind of a fair assessment based off of... Yeah, it, it feels like... Uh, so I would describe it two ways. It feels like a great Xbox classic uh, console. Okay, yeah. Celebrating the legacy of Xbox. Uh, and then it feels like what the Xbox One should have been. Mm. Uh, like the UI, it's very familiar. The controller is very familiar. And, you know, the games actually run well now. Um, but I'm... Yeah, because the Xbox One and the and the Xbox, mm-hmm. base Xbox One, One S, yeah. has really struggled throughout <laughs> this whole generation for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's definitely an improvement, but, and again, this is, I'm trying not to let uh, unrealistic expectations seep in, um, because I, I can't expect PC performance and PC visuals on a, a box that only cost me $400, right? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's still being touted as a next-gen box, and... To me, what I have available to play on it right now, um, the Ubisoft games, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Watch Dogs, they're both only 30 FPS. Um, you know, and then the rest of these optimizes games, they're 108060, which is nice, but like we have a lot of 108060 games on the PS4 now. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so like I don't feel like that is next gen alone. It depends what the games look like, right? Like obviously we could have some really impressive physics and world it's like watchdogs is using ray tracing which (laughs) obviously isn't going to be in the last gen versions yeah exactly so like you know i i wouldn't say that a game isn't next gen if it's only 108060 it's not that black and white but to me sea of thieves at 108060 that is not 
next gen. Um, no Man's Sky at 1080 60. That's not that's an improvement, but it's it just again it feels more like an Xbox 1.8 or uh, Xbox mm-hmm. One 2. But like it it just doesn't feel like a true leap ahead. Um, so gotcha. I, you know I, I'm curious to see. I mean Gears 5 is uh, running at high resolutions, high frame rates. So um, you know I'm not writing it off. I'm curious to see. But and right, Gears 5 is like one of them. One of, if not the most impressive game on the system. On on the system. Exactly. So it could just be a bad sample size of games, and maybe this is you just weren't designed with this system in mind. So I'm waiting to see. Mm-hmm. But you know, right now, if people are looking at this as like I'm ready to jump into the next generation of gaming, uh, I don't feel like there's a lot to play today to really, um, I don't know, to to really demonstrate that. It's just not there yet, and maybe okay. it will be, but time will tell. All right, and I've got one more question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I'm kind of concerned about is the storage space <laughs> on this on the Series S because it seems like even even the big boy consoles, people are already reporting mm-hmm. issues with storage space, and there's a lot less on the Series S. Yeah, so I think when I when I had it all set up, I think I was sitting at about 360 gigs free, um, <laughs> which isn't isn't a lot considering Call of Duty is like 300 gigs. Uh, literally, <laughs> literally, we could be in a situation where if you play Call of Duty, um, like Call of Duty and like NBA 2K are like Call of Duty is like 185 mm-hmm. gigs. NBA 2K is like 120 gigs. I, I thought Call of Duty had broke 200. Uh, well, oh, if if you if you download Modern Warfare and Warzone and everything, but okay. like I was thinking about like Black Ops Cold War, the okay, new one. Got it. So, so you could yeah. do two games and you could be out of storage, which, uh, and then your only other option is to buy proprietary external storage, which then pushes you over the price of a Series X. Yeah, when the storage, co- I, I saw somebody that was saying that instead of buying the expansion card, they were just going to buy a Series S to go with their Series X <laughs> because it's almost the same price. Yeah, it's it's true. Um, so you know, I luckily like most of the stuff I'm playing is on the back, like. You know, Banjo Kazooie is like, because that's that was the kind of my next point is like, yeah. if you're using it as like a primarily retro console, kind mm-hmm. of like you have been, it's not going to be an issue. You don't need hundreds of gigabytes for for those games. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, uh, they're all either 700 megs to like five gigs tops. Um, so definitely, that's not an issue. But I did when I by the time I downloaded No Man's Sky, Forza Four, Sea of Thieves, and I downloaded um, Forza Horizon Two as well. Uh, I was already down to like 100 gigs free um, with just like, you know, three kind of current gen, like average size titles, right? Those are all like 30 to 40 gigs each. Yeah. So, yeah, storage, definitely an issue. Um, Not so much for me because I've got a fast internet and I've got no data cap. So it's easy for me to just delete and reinstall games on a whim. But, um, you know, there's a lot of people not in that situation. It's, It's a concern for sure. And Hopefully games come down in size this gen, but I'm not holding my breath on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, this launch file sizes is not actually making me too confident in that. But Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining me with kind of your initial impressions on the Series S. Um, here at SDGC, we're going to be doing on- ongoing coverage of next gen. Um, we've really got our bases covered when it comes to PS5, so I think we're going to be talking a lot about that. And then, um, obviously, launch lineup-wise, there's just kind of more to talk about with the PS5 as well. Um, but So I've already recorded um, 
some impressions with um, Samuel Tolbert and uh, former SDGC member Zach um, on the Series X. So if you want to check those out, um, they go in-depth on their experience with uh, Microsoft's uh, bigger brother to the Series S that we've been talking about today. Um, And there's plenty more to come. So thank you so much for joining us, and have a great day.